Podcast Network Asia. You are listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast, where we feature timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and the economy in the hope of providing you investing and trading guidance. Here's your host, Royce Aguilar, from the Research Department at First MetroSec. Good afternoon. So I'm Royce Aguilar and I'm the Deputy Head to Equity uh, Research under the Retail Division. And we would like to discuss with you the performance of the stock market last November. We will discuss then the performance or the what to watch out for in the month of December, right? And we will also mention our two new buy calls. Okay, and then afterwards, we'll discuss the highlights of the traders table and then, of course, your favorite portion, the, an- the question and answer portion. Okay, so let's start. So as mentioned, what happened in November, what to watch out for in December, new buy calls, traders table highlights. Okay, so what happened in November? In November, the PSCI ended higher by 10% to close at 6,780, right? So keep in mind that last October, the market rallied by 7%, then November 10%, right? So we're actually, the PS is just down by 4.8%. Keep in mind, we were down by 20% at one point. So let's discuss what made the market tally in the month of November. So definitely the stronger Philippine peso, especially as the US central bank signaled the slower pace of rate hikes. Because usually, if a certain country increases in interest rates, nila, their currency gets stronger. Okay, so since like, the slower pace of rate hikes na, meaning the forward-looking financial markets, eh, right? In-anticipate na. So yung dollar gets weaker, hence the peso gets stronger. right? And we're seeing net foreign buying, right? We're seeing net foreign buying given the stronger peso. And besides that, the, cor- the corporate earnings last three quarter, nine months, was also better than expected. We, we, we saw a lot of outperformers. Okay, so it really resulted in the market coming together. And, you know, in terms of the difference as compared to the previous rally earlier this year, what I noticed was the, the net foreign buying was present, as com- was more present as compared to the previous market rebound. So this is a welcome development, right? Because we want to see foreigners come back. So in terms of price action, you can really see the strong, steep rally. Right. While that is a positive thing, we have to take into consideration that a healthy rally is a one that is is encountering pullback from time to time, and that that's what happened today, first of December, right? So so far so good, price action wise. Strong rally. It's now trading above the fifty day, hundred day, two hundred day moving average. That's the first time since April, and now. Today, December 1st, the market did pull back. So that's a positive development. Okay. So now the strategy is you can accumulate on the pullback, perhaps on the 200 DMA around the red line here, around 6,600. So 6,600 is also the support. So 6,600 is a good uh, level to accumulate on. Right? But of course, if you're price specific, you can set stop limit orders to 640 and then na yung price rebound in our opinion. Okay, so it must just pull back around 6,665. That's the that's the final draw, right? So 640 
maybe bear market value lang siya. So what do we watch out for in December? Still, the movement of the USD peso, if the stronger peso was the main reason of the market rebound, if the peso goes back to 57, 58, then the market may pull back. Language of the sentiment across the world on Facebook. Again, what grew the stronger peso was weaker or was the in, uh, anticipation of smaller rate hikes, right? Because, and then smaller rate hikes is dependent on inflation and employment. So we must stay watchful of economic data. Of course, our reports provide that for you. Cracks in the global financial system, the best cryptocurrency, the likes of FTX, uh, I think it's BlockFi, right? Showing uh, um, signs of ready uh, filed for bankruptcy. Diba? So, which big banks have lent, which big uh, financial institutions have lent their money to these uh, crypto- cryptocurrency or uh, blockchain companies? Diba? So, if malaki exposure, that could impact also across the whole global financial um, system. Geopolitics still, right? Something to watch out for. It could easily be a black swan. Moving forward, China-Taiwan, diba? Ukraine-Russia still ongoing. Oil prices increase during winter months. So far, nagpupull back, right? Let's see if December, the December January, that's the the bad, that's the peak winter months. Will there be supply crunch? Definitely in need of heat, fuel, oil, right? Economic data specifically to watch out for. A lot of things. Inflation definitely that's monthly, right? So, dapat inflation should continue to show signs of peak. And then we also have Central Bank interest rate decision, December 15, December 14, for Philippines, US, respectively, Japan, December 9. So, last month of the year, will we see Santa Claus rally or not? It will. It is dependent still on data. So, so let's see. And just like last month, we would like to reiterate these topics. Right? So, SM, SM Prime, RLC, Jolly, BRHI, BDO, BBI, Secti. Right? Those remain to be a topic. You will notice Ayalalan is um, not there. So, so we are reevaluating Ayalalan. Ayalalan still has upside definitely, but in terms of topics, we have to reevaluate, especially we are, we prefer more yung mga high mall exposure. Right? Kasi for Ayalalan, residential siya mas heavy. And high interest in environment is not uh, the best environment for residential sector. Nevertheless, in terms of the performance of our picks since the start of the year, we included Ayalaland here, syempre, for transparency. We need to see, to gauge better, gauge the performance of the stock picks as a whole, and it outperformed. 11.7% market cap weighted return, equal weighted return 5.8% as compared to the market, just down by 4.8%. Equal weighted return, the assumption is if you bought all of our picks equally to your portfolio, 5.8% up. Assuming you bought them according to market cap. For example, SMSM Prime, they are the two highest market cap. You bought them, yun yung highest, uh, that's the highest uh, exposure in your portfolio. Okay? So, there. In terms of our new buy calls, we have a couple, URC. Right? So, we have to now take into consideration yung mga consumer staples that, you know, the rel- the more reliable, the old reliable ones, right? For URC to explain 
Our target price for your 650 pesos amid the high inflation environment. Uh, we retain our demand assumptions given your diversified portfolio offerings across ASEAN markets and given that it is a down trading beneficiary. The down trading usually when we, we when we spend tapos high inflation. Of course we still need to spend, but we we try to have uh, um, we, we buy cheaper goods and they are beneficiaries of that URC. Since they cater to low to mid-common households or in terms of their product, major lower tier in terms of price levels. And that's the first point. Second point, margins should continue to ease or margins should continue to recover as commodity prices continue to ease. Diba? Strong balance sheet is a plus for USD because they divested their, their Oceania business. So they have now net cash position of 2.1 billion as of September 2022. So they can be they, they could easily be on the lookout for m and opportunities, diba? And that is a sharp price catalyst in the past. So you are seeing. Next is CNPF. Central Pacific Food, our target price is 29 pesos. We like CNPF for the following reasons. So we have, we're straightforward for this. Number one, diversified product portfolio that is well positioned to capture changing consumer preferences and weather macroeconomic headwinds. Number two, pricing power can partially cushion cost pressures. Number three, it's OEM expert business mitigates weak currency impact. So, diba, the beneficiary of a stronger dollar are the exporters. So, usually, if relatively, ano ka, if you export, you benefit from that. Robust operating cash flows and strong balance sheet is the fourth one. Okay. So, diba, going back to the third point, you will notice we're benefiting from the weaker peso or the stronger dollar. It was the likes of Nickel Asia kasi they export yung nickel goods. Eh, so usually they incur foreign exchange gain kasi they sell yung revenue nila dollar. It's malakas. So for CNPF, they have an expert business that can mitigate the weak currency. Okay? As for traders playbook highlights, of course, given our recent market rebound, we had uh, we had, we had uh, three buy calls got na hit our profit level. And then that resulted in our hit ratio getting higher, around 62% na siya. The PSEI, 4.8% down, but the, perf- the portfolio or the performance of our JD's playbook is now 7.4% if you average both the gains and the market. So far, so good. As for sell, sell calls, nadagdagan si leisure uh, resorts kasi we pointed out that it got way too high and we got it right. So nagpull back siya by as much as 25%. So now, we welcome uh questions. Okay, we'll give you guys a couple of minutes here. I, I uh gave us a lot of time for your questions. Because last and then last month of the year probably have a lot of questions. Perhaps how to rebalance your portfolio, which stocks to own, which stocks to sell. You probably have questions of the upcoming IPOs or outlook for twenty twenty two. Maybe I could provide some, although we don't have the yet. But nevertheless, I can answer. So guys, two minutes break, okay? So thank you. All right, so it's time to answer your uh, questions. Okay, first question. What can we expect on the REIT share price movement? Is it still a good investment, specifically MREIT and RCR? It's a good question. Of course, we have to be a bit patient <clears throat> with the REITs because the environment Yung mga iba, yung mga other investors of or bonds na nagpa-provide ng 7, 7.5%, 7. 
diba, annual return. So, for other investors, they, they're going for that. Kasi sure, 7, 7.5% yun, depending on how quality your, the bonds are, diba? For REITs kasi, it's not only the yield. You also have to take into consideration the share price. If the share price goes down, you get the dividends, baka quits lang. But, as of now, we're seeing signs of peaking of interest rates, right? Baka magtataas pa ng interest rates, but you can really see the deceleration, the slowdown of the interest rate hikes. That's That will be good for REITs, right? Because na, if nag-show na ng signs of peak yung interest rates, dapat nag-show na ng signs of bottoming REITs. And you, it's a good thing that you mentioned, Emery and Arthur, because those are our, actually our preferred REITs. We prefer the bigger ones, right? The more established ones. And for Emirates and RCR, because they also have, even Elite, they also have infusion, they have plans to infuse more assets in the future. So that's good because that directly increases the value of the REITs. So for now, expect REITs to slightly rebound. Be patient about it. This is definitely an investment, nothing for short-term trade. I would definitely put money on REITs, especially right now. But I'm going to be patient about it. Don't expect quick rebound. Okay. Perhaps next year, we can see them outperform. So that's for leads. Okay. Next question. What will happen for the three stocks affected by the MSA rebalancing? Converge, DTCAP, and MPI. They got the specific thing that happened was convert. See, MSI kasi meron silang standard cap. MSI standard cap. Meron MSI small cap. What happened with Converge, GTCAP, and MPI is they got downgraded from the standard cap to the small cap. Okay. Nevertheless, a lot more foreign investors follow the standard cap, track the standard cap. So it, it, it still affects them. Right? What happened was, for MSA rebalancing, kasi investors are getting better at pricing it in. Right? Meron ng mga ways to really forecast. So even before the MSA rebalancing, a lot of investors are selling it already. You notice that. Diba si Converge, September, October. But bagsak ng bagsak. GTCAP also, especially coming into November. For MPI, kasi it's, it has been quite consolidating lang. Not much exciting in terms of price action, right? For Converge, it went as low as, what, 11 pesos. Right now, it, it quickly bounced to 15 pesos on the day of the, uh, on the announcement date pa that it got removed. So, a lot of investors are getting better at uh, pricing it in. So, to answer your question, what will happen, it already, it, it's already priced in, right? So, you will see those, hopefully, in our reports in terms of our forecast. We forecast better in PSA rebalancing what we, what we, we try to uh, forecast MSA rebalancing also moving forward, okay? So, right now, to answer your question, the price in na. So, it's, if, for the likes of Converge, it's a buy, it's a buy call for us so you could buy already converge okay although for converge our target price is around 15 pesos i think right now maybe a wait for pullback for gt capital of course we're part of the group diba so we can't directly we can't cover gt capital but kasi for gt capital you're positive on banks it has metro bank for the vehicles naman of course, economically opening directly affected bibili ka ng kotse. Of course, inflationary environment so medyo tempered in growth. Nevertheless, GTCAP is cheap. For MPI, MPI is cheap but it has been consolidating for so long. A lot of investors have concerns perhaps on the regulatory uh, nature of the businesses. Right? 
So, those things you have to consider. So, I hope I answer your question. Okay. Okay, next question. What is the projected PSE index level by end of 2022? So, I hope we explained this to you several times before that diba, we have a base case and bear case. Base case, initially 7,300, but that was before this this higher inflation, higher interest rate scenario. So we had a bear case. We have a bear case. That's 6,600. And the hit na siya, Right? So that's for by end of 2022. So we're sticking with that. But we are open to the fact that the market can continue to rally by year end. And until first half of 2023, before possibly pulling back second half of 2023. And why? We don't have specific levels yet for 2023, but that's the general direction that we expect because okay tumaas na interest rates now after higher interest rates the concern now is growth how it affects economic growth kasi diba pag when you increase interest rates the main purpose there is to temper inflation the other impact is since higher borrowing costs that actually tempers economic activity which will directly affect your economic growth so that's our concern coming into 2020 impact of possibly Recession. Recession by definition the negative GDP growth. So, to elaborate more on the answer, okay, by end of 2022, pwede siya mag 6-8, right? That's price action-wise. And then, first half of 2020, it could go 7, 7,200 before pulling back second half of 2022. Okay, so that's the general direction we have. Now, we don't have an official yet, but we will definitely have an event for that. So, hopefully, we can elaborate more on that. I said it. It's a good question. Question is, LTG wasn't a stock that is unloved, diba? Is, is it still unloved? Because based on their, diba, recently they, they gave high dividends. So can you give some view on this stock on the upside or target price if they're anyway? Well, we don't cover LTG, that's one. It's still unloved because despite higher dividend, it's still trading below book value. It's still relatively cheap as compared to other holding companies. The question is, definitely may upside siya, no? but is it a buy? The, 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 the problem kasi is, a lot of PSEI names, a lot of stocks are undervalued. So now, which should you prioritize first? And LTG probably is not the one heavily prioritized because, number one, yung mabigat sa earnings is yung tobacco. And tobacco every year, or, or how many times a year they they increase their prices because they pass on yung higher excise taxes to consumers. Eh. So that will definitely result in lower volume of cigarettes. We're just hoping that ma-offset ng prices yung volume and start as per yung revenue nila. But definitely that's still, uh, that's an overhang that will temper growth moving forward. For the bank naman, well, as compared to the other banks, TNB has a higher non-performing loans, meaning mas marami nag, yung pinapayam nila, mas marami nang default as compared to the other banks. So, it takes a while, it takes more time for them to recover in terms of um the quality of loans. So, yes, it is unloved, it is undervalued, but um, in terms of upside, pataas yung upside, but in terms of whether it will actually get that upside, it will take some more time as compared to other names. So, yeah. Okay, so this is, we have a couple of uh, uh, people asking this regarding why Monday 
Nissan is not included in our buy calls. Actually, kasi, the issue kasi there is uh, the recent, when it IPO'd, part, part or bulk of the optimism came from the fact that they have exposure sa uh, what they call this meat-free business, yung alternative. Right? And right now, yung corn, it's called corn, diba? Yung meat-free uh, food, it's not performing as expected. Okay, it's not performing as expected. So that resulted in a lot of downgrade. Also, yung higher cost environment, they're, they're exposed to UK, not affected by higher labor costs. Kasi diba yung Brexit? So, yung mga, yung whatever's left sa, sa UK, mataas yung demand in terms of wage. So, mataas na labor cost. So that eats into the margin of money. So right now, it's still ongoing, those two problems are still present. So we are not uh, keen yet on Monday. So yeah, I hope you answered your question. That was somewhat um, an answer for somewhat of a question for perhaps beginner. Right? So how many stocks should you hold at a time as an investor? Actually, that depends on the amount that you want. Depends also on the level of experience you have. If you're quite a beginner, three to five perhaps, but if, for example, if your budget is 20,000 pesos, I don't suggest holding T to 5 stocks. Kasi, like, yung minimum mo para to really... Ay, ay, yung maganda yung rule na yun, yung 8,000 pesos minimum, right? Kasi, pag below 8,000, 20 pesos pa rin yung stock. Diba? So, dapat, if, if, if 100,000, yeah, you have a lot more to play with. If 200,000, 1 million, you have a lot more to play with. But that also depends on how you can manage. If if you want to buy individually naman yung 30 PSC names, just buy the FMETF. But cheaper. If you want to be... It depends also talaga how much you can handle. Ako, I don't go more than 10, to be honest. But that depends on you. Uh, but just take into consideration the 8,000 pesos per stock. And then... Just depends on how much you can manage, right? Because all of all of those stocks won't go up at the same time, diba? So you should really pinpoint which you think will outperform, and that's where that's what we're here for in terms of our research reports, right? So, yeah. Okay. So next question: What's your outlook on the upcoming US CPI and Fed meeting next week? Where do you see the market going? So in terms of Fed meeting, I believe it's around uh, December fourteenth, pa. Okay. And then yung inflation is around, I think, 12 or 13. So, in terms of our outlook there, we expect some signs of deceleration in terms of inflation. Same. So, for the inflation, kasi ako, personally, I just, I, I, I was recently in the US lang. And I can really see yung fuel prices really pull back. But of course, nag-trickle down na siya eh. Like, syempre, when all a lot of goods get expensive. You restaurants, other businesses are forced to increase prices. And di naman sila ganun ka volatile in terms of increasing, decreasing prices. So when fuel prices went down, does it mean the products will the products the prices of the products will go down? So some 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 of those will be sticky already. So that's what's happening right now. Even though fuel prices are down, a lot of goods are still up. So nevertheless, we can expect deceleration of inflation, but not significant. And then I think the Fed will reflect that sentiment. The Fed said that they expect slower pace of rate hikes beginning December, which is this month. So 
expect that to happen. So that could result in the market staying bullish. The question is, is it a sustainable bullish movement or bear market rally? So we should continue to um, observe market data. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question. It's pretty interesting. According to the DOJ, foreign investors can now own 100% of renewable energy products. What could be the effects of this to our local renew- renewable energy companies like ASEN and Spinnick Aboitisastag once this has been implemented by the DOE? Well, the effect of this definitely they, they have, that's why they, they, are, they are aggressively expanding right now. They're getting a lot of land as we speak to really prepare for this uh, full ownership. Right? I believe Moses and Geothermal pa lang right? So, definitely this could affect companies um, but a lot of these companies have concrete plans then they are open to partnership so they're willing to do that talaga because there are a lot of room to really earn from renewable energy right that that's definitely the present and the future right but of course given the recent power supply issue we came to appreciate more young coal especially in its base load capacity but nevertheless renewable energy is here to stay so we welcome these companies na aggressive sila mag-expand. And there's a likelihood na they will partner with these foreign investors once these foreign investors see room for investment in the country. Because a lot of countries also are, you know, renewable energy boom. So, let's see sino mga pupunta sa Philippines. Next question, Professor I'll talk about convergence. It's a good buy. I think I answered earlier that there's room for converge fundamentally to to grow further, especially under penetrated penetrated fiber broadband business, especially outside Luzon. Price-wise, though, our target price is just 15.50. So, we recommend accumulate on pullback, right? Not necessarily at these levels. Okay? So, oh yeah, it's a good question. During December, does volume tend to go down? Does big investors do sell-off before the end of year 2022? For your second question, it depends on the news catalyst eh. It always depends on that. In Santa Claus Rally naman, I think, when I did the podcast on that a couple of years ago, parang, hindi naman ganun ko convincing in Santa Claus Rally. Like, uh, I think less than 70% of the time. Probably like, by chance pa yun. During December, this volume tend to go down, especially at the latter part of the year, definitely. For the first few weeks, data heavy, right? We were seeing inflation data, we're seeing central bank interest decision mid of December. So a lot of price action from there, a lot of volume. And then as the last week of December, so given the stress, we will probably be buying more money. So yeah, I hope I answer your question. Oh yeah, that's a good question. Any topic stocks will be removed will be good for next PSA index balancing respect. I haven't really gone through yet which, which stocks will uh, likely enter. But before, kasi, we forecasted right now, si, si Samara papasok. Let, I will evaluate if the DMC can enter. Let's see. DMC can enter and then, let's see if the likes of uh, Mega World or RHI will stay. Diba? So, let's see, let's see. I think actually Mega World lang. Let's see if si Mega World. Mega World LTG can stay. Yun. And then, as for the the reports that you don't see the website. We're still trying to fix that. Right. Um hopefully I, I hope you guys notice hopefully bit by bit the features ng Pro are getting back. Yung research lang yung naglalag. Uh what we do 
share our reports sa Viber group for all clients. Right? All clients, one group lang siya. So, so please email or email a chat here. Set, ano, to, if you want to receive the link to the Viber. Or email us later para alam namin client. So, apologies for that. So, we we have playbook reports almost every day. We just send it to Viber because we can, we're not able to upload yet. Eh. So, yeah, sorry about that. So, good question. No? So for 20 million fund offer stock trading, what's the maximum stocks? I, I've seen a lot of clients um, as much as 30, 50. But that depends on how, how much you can manage it. Like, safe to say I wouldn't put 25% of my money on just one stock. Right? I would diversify a bit, probably as, as high as 10 na siya per stock. That gives you a gauge na probably like you can you could play around with around 15 to 20 names, right? That that's me. Alright. That's me. I don't like holding a lot of stocks. Kasi, um lot def more than 20. Ako, like at most 20 lang. Right. Kasi at least manageable mo siya. Mapapanood mo siya. Eh. I mean, you will observe better the performance. Does it if you have 20 million, they have 200 million. Ako, as much as 20 stocks lang yun talaga. Okay, next question. D oh yeah. Do you suggest to hold BDO as they declared stock dividends? I think at the stock dividends, same lang naman yung value eh, ng, ng stock. Same lang yung may, may market cap. Kasi just probably share price na mag-change. But the fundamentals remain robust for BDO. Diba? Strength by numbers, benefit, relative beneficiary financing environment, economic reopening pa. So I would hold BDO. So for last question. Okay. Mm. Okay. Last question. With the recent uptrend of global coal price, any insight on Semarad, especially the latest FMV with higher cash dev expectation in March 2020? That's a good question. Well, for Semarad, it's good to hold, but I think I would put it at a lesser posture as compared to the other names. Because Semarad has really rallied high. Na. Like pulled back na siya because all of, I think, all or most of the positives have been priced in already for Semerad. Unless magkaroon ng power supply crunch on it, which will push coal price higher. That, that That's the catalyst for Semerad. But right now, I think all or most of the positives have been priced in already. Good to hold, perhaps for dividends. But I would put a lot more money in the undervalued names, economic opening names, or perhaps yung mga safer consumer staples like URC, CNPF, right? So, kasi March pa ulit, o kailan pa ulit magibigay ng dividends yan. So, I would opt for other stocks for now in terms of exposure. Alright? So, there. So, that's it for the month of November. Hope to see you guys next month. Hopefully, we have an event also baka around mid-January or Feb for strategy. But for now, this is uh, Roy Aguilar, um, Deputy Head of Research of first meta security so thank you and as always in first meta security hashtag your future first thank you thanks for listening to first metro securities philippine stock market weekly podcast don't forget to follow us to get first dibs on our new episodes for more up-to-date market news and info exclusive content and the opportunity to connect with your fellow Filipino investors and traders, join facebook.com slash groups slash First Metrosec and be part of the First Metrosec family.
First Metrosec is providing this podcast as a general market commentary. Reference to any specific security, product, or entity do not constitute as an offer or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments or to participate in any particular trading strategy. The statements, comments, views, or opinions expressed by the hosts are subject to change without notice and First Metrosec is under no obligation to update, amend, change, or correct any of the statements, comments, views, or opinions expressed. The statements, comments, views, and opinions expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the view of First Metrosec. First Metrosec disclaims any liability arising from reliance on or reference to any information obtained in this podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.